0: Welcome to the weekly message from Rhema Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au forward slash media.
1: Well, good night, everyone. Whoops, that's not what you say to begin begin a, a, a time together. Good night. We say good evening, good evening. It's so good to see you on this um, nice and chilly Sunday night, and it's a night of prayer. And so, just glad for you to uh, be with us, and we want to acknowledge those who will be joining us online, and we're just so glad you can be with us. And so, before we do anything else, why don't we just praise him? Praise is always, uh, it's always in order praise god and there's always something that we can worship the lord about and uh, whether it's from nature whether it's from some something that we have heard in the day somebody that we've gotten to be around some kindness we acknowledge everything and uh, when we do it is so so healthy the mind and for the soul, and it heightens our awareness of the presence of God. Hallelujah. So can you just join me, and let's just praise him. Hallelujah. Lord, we just lift up a praise to you this evening. We lift up a praise to you. (laughs) You're so good. Thank you, thank you for all of your goodness, your tender mercies every single day, Thank you for your goodness that affects us us in the natural. Thank you for air. Thank you for food. Thank you for provision. Thank you for protection. Thank you for the things that you've helped us with that we're aware of. Thank you for the things that you've helped us with that we don't even know. (laughs) You've been so good to us. Thank you for friends. We're so grateful for friends. Thank you, Father, for for the family of God and the connections that you have given to us. We're just so grateful. You have put us in a body as it has pleased you, and we're pleased that you are uh, that you are our Lord. You are our God hallelujah we're so glad to be in your presence tonight thank you for the privilege of prayer that we can come boldly and we have free access thank you lord that every single child of god has a voice in the throne room praise the lord angels are listening for our voice hallelujah and the father who sits upon the throne delights in every 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 lifting up of our our voices to him hallelujah thank you father for not being judgmental about um things that we don't quite have right. (laughs) You look for all the stuff you can work with. Praise the Lord. The very thing that you tell us to do, you prove all things and hold on to what's good. Oh, you do it with us all the time, and we're so grateful. We're just so, so, so grateful. Amen and amen. Praise God. All right, well, I've asked Jenny to join me And um, we're going to talk about prayer this evening, and more importantly, we're going to take a a bit of time to pray, uh, and then we may jump back in and and talk a little bit more about what it is that we're praying about. But um, those of you who were in uh, church this morning, and I recognize you as being there this morning, uh, we talked about family and God's great heart for family. And those of you that will be joining, you can watch that. Uh, you can watch that on YouTube or on FaceTime and join in or Facebook. Thank you, Facebook. And uh we talked about family today, how important it is, and that to collapse a nation, you actually have to unravel a, uh, unravel the family, the domestic scene of a nation. So, uh, in in um, what we want to do in helping our nation is actually shore up that domestic area of our country. And so, it was on my heart that tonight we would just look at that. A bit, a bit more, in a little bit more detail, about shoring up that uh, that leg of of um, what God is looking for and what God uses and what the devil targets and attacks. So, um, just to put it in 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 perspective, we were talking about three legs. Of uh, being the political scene of the nation, the economic scene of the nation, and then the domestic scene of the nation, and so uh, I would like to read something before we get started. Um, that uh, I w- this was sent to me. Um, I was asking a question and um, about about the. Oh, my husband just wrote and told me, he, he is online watching, and he said that I, I look fine on the screen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I've heard it from my husband. Did he say anything about me? <laughs> I don't know. What about it, honey? How's Jenny coming along here? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Anyway, uh, the following excerpt is taken from the Triumphant Church from Kenneth E. Hagan. Um, I don't know if you've, uh, you've had the opportunity to read that book, um, but it is exceptional. It, it includes information that is also in the book, the, the believer's authority, or the authority of the believer, and, uh, but it is just uh, has quite a bit more uh, wonderful truth in it, and powerful and empowering uh, truths. And so, uh, I would like to read this to you from this book, and it says, "I had two very similar." Brother Hagen was reading about a vision he saw of frogs. That sounds pretty interesting, doesn't it? Um, And he said, "I had two very similar and unusual spiritual experiences. One." In 1970 and the other in 1979. I remember the second one. That showed me how real our responsibility is to pray for our nation. Uh, and before I go further, uh, in, in the context of what he is writing, of course, um, being in an Oklahoma at this time, he's talking about praying for America, but he made it very clear over the times of teaching that these truths don't just apply to one nation, they apply to every nation. And so this is for, uh, these are truths to empower believers living in any nation where we find ourselves, all right? So I just want to make that clear because I don't want to go back over that when I read about America. You just transpose it, And it'll be about, uh, for us, it'll be about Australia, this wonderful land of Australia. Okay. Showed me how real our responsibility is to pray for our nation and for the world. In both visions, I saw three huge black frog-like creatures coming up out of the Atlantic Ocean. They looked like huge frogs, except they were much larger, about the size of whales. In the first vision in 1970, I saw these dark beings come up out of the Atlantic, and they seemed to leap all the way across the land. In the second vision in 1979, I again saw three frog-like creatures, and one of these creatures came up out of the water and looked like it was about to land on our shores. You need to know how to interpret spiritual visions. Because these creatures came up out of the ocean doesn't mean they came out up out of the literal ocean. From Genesis to Revelation, seas or waters often symbolizes a multitude of people. In the first vision, I knew that the three frog-like creatures leaping across our country meant three strategies of the devil would arise out of the multitudes of of peoples against our nation. It's very interesting, isn't it? So the strategies emerge out of a multitude of people who are responding to the deception of this enemy, the, in, the influence of this enemy, and people are responding to the deception, the God of this world. And so... It forms. All right. Uh, the second would be the a political upheaval, and it ended up being uh, Watergate in the States years ago, as it turned out. The third problems in the economic sector of our nation. These evil strategies from the enemy don't arise from believers population, people who are walking with the Lord. They come uh, from the masses of those walking in darkness because uh, sinners are held in bondage and dominated by the devil in the, in the kingdom of darkness. In the second vision in 1979, Jesus said to me, if the Christians, the, the people following him of this nation had done what I told them to do in my word and had prayed for the leaders of their country, they could have kept these evil spirits you saw in 1970 from operating in this nation. Oh, my. Does the church have responsibility? Yes. The reason we have responsibility is we have been given so much operating authority. Okay, that's amazing. Um, he said, "He said here, uh, none of those upheavals would have occurred in your nation. You would have had the, you would not have had the political, social, or economic disturbances in this nation, and the president never would have made the mistakes he made. In fact, I'm holding the church responsible for the president's mistakes." I remember when he got this. We started praying every day after that. That's when we started prayer school, every day. When I heard Jesus say that, I cried out, my God, and I began to weep. Jesus continued, yes, the church is responsible before God Almighty. I know when you tell, uh, that, when you tell that to some Christians, they will laugh And you wait until they stand before my judgment seat and see if they laugh when they are the ones who will receive the judgment. Jesus was saying that Christians could have stopped those evil strategies of the devil by taking their place in prayer based upon the word of God. Christians have authority on the earth, in Jesus' name. And if believers had prayed for those in authority, America would not have had the riots or the political and economic upheavals we experienced in our nation in the 1970s. In this vision, in 1979, I saw those, uh, those other frogs about to land uh, on, the, on our shores again. And Jesus said to me, you can see that three similar evil strategies of the devil are about to happen again in this nation. First, unless believers pray, there will arise another time of riots and tumults and disturbances all across the nation coming from different causes than the disturbances of the earlier 1970s. And so he said, what you saw happen before is about to happen again, all right? Second, he said something is about to happen to your president that should not happen. And will not happen if Christians pray and take authority over the devil's strategies and bind his works in my name. And third, unless Christians pray, there will be something about to happen that will bring further trouble in the economic scene and in the financial structure of this nation. Jesus concluded, once again, Christians can stop all three of these strategies of the devil against this nation. They can stop the upheaval again uh, through riots and tumults and disturbances in the social structure. They can stop the upheaval and the activity of the devil in the political scene of the nation. They can stop the devil by from disrupting the financial scene of this nation. Well, many Christians did pray, and the plan of the enemy was greatly averted and thwarted. Because Christians stood in their places of authority in Jesus' name and began to pray and exercise authority over the devil, God intervened on our behalf. And so um, I've, I've been prompted in, uh, in my memory of actually being a part of these prayer times uh, after 1979 when he had this vision. I remember in a prayer time, well, I was actually in healing school, and the Holy Spirit interrupted that healing school and said, uh, Brother Hagin said, we cannot go any further. We have to pray, and we have to pray right now. And I remember he got down on his, on his face, and we prayed, prayed in the Holy Spirit. Aren't you thankful for the Holy Spirit? Because elsewise, we'd have to wait and wait for the news and then pray for things after they happen. But by the help of the Holy Spirit, we can avert things from happening. Well, what he got in the Holy Spirit that day when we prayed, we prayed much in other tongues, but it, it, when uh, the transcript came out, it ended up we were praying for um, President Ronald Reagan. And um, we didn't know it. He, but uh, when the transcript came out, it matched things exactly that uh, Mr. Reagan uh, was, was saying when, he, when his life was attempted on. He was shot and he couldn't breathe. And, and there were uh, some other things that he said. And Brother Hagan, by the help of the Holy Spirit, picked that up and was saying the exact same things. We prayed that on in through victory. He didn't know exactly what it was that he was praying. We just knew that we had victory, and it was going to be all right. And it was all right. And then later on, then Mr. Reagan was a part of a coalition of people that um, helped guide, you know, with uh, Gorbachev and, and Margaret Thatcher, Thatcher and uh, different ones helped guide that glasnost perestroika uh, moved that lowered the iron curtain without one drop of bloodshed. and the gospel was able to rush in, praise the name of the Lord. So these things aren't just, oh, wouldn't that be just wonderful? These things are not just um, you know, Oh, maybe, you know, that's their interpretation of what happened. No, they're completely uh, believers on earth working together with the head of the church, and we can change things so that the gospel can go forward and the will of God can be done in a country. And bless the name of the Lord, I believe God has great destiny for australia it will not happen without contending for it yeah. why cuz the devil doesn't want it to happen because what god wants to happen in australia is is amazing for the purposes and the plans of god not just for this country but for the world and for uh, the preparation of the coming of the lord so we're very intentional in our praying. We're very purposeful in our praying, and um, when I use the word urgent, it is minus any fear. But it is with unction from the Holy Spirit. It is not casual. It's not. It's not lazy praying. It's very intentional. Praise the. Praise the name of our God. So, we're going to uh, just dive in here. I I remember that, and I remember quite a few other things that happened. Uh, great moves of God, not just in America, but also here too. Oh, yeah. 1980s, 1980s, 1990s. Great charismatic move that just woo moved in through things, shut works of the devil down, turned the light of God on. It's just so good. So um, I'd like you to go to a place of Scripture, and then we're going to discuss this. Um, and I'd like us to go to Jeremiah, the first chapter. Um, prayer, I see prayer in two... two uh, mm. Two completely different functions, but they work together. Notice in verse nine. The Lord put his hand, put forth his hand, and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. It's a wonderful thing when he puts his word in your heart when he lightens your thinking and your mind. Mm -hmm. It is. It's just wonderful. But our God works with our words. If he puts his word in our heart, it's so that it it, uh, becomes like a fire shut up in our bones and we have to speak it. It's not the word in our heart that he works with. It's the word that we believe in our heart and we say with our mouth. So when we're talking about prayer, there is a kind of prayer that is meditational, you know, and contemplative and quiet. And actually one of the songs that I was singing this morning just between me and the Lord was an old one. Uh, I won't sing the whole one, but you'd remember it. Uh, They that wait... Upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And this is the part I thought of. Teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord, to wait. Oh, God, help us to wait. And waiting isn't boisterous. A lot of times it's very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Yeah. But we've already talked about different types of prayer. Some people get stuck on one prayer. We can actually... ...facilitate
0: all kinds of prayer, can't we? You know, it makes me think um, a few weeks ago... ...my husband and I were down in Parks. Yeah. And if any of you have seen that movie, The Dish... ...you know that Parks has this great big receiver dish... ...that was instrumental in broadcasting the, you know, the walk on the moon back in the 60s. Something stood out to me when we took a the little, a little tour. They said, this great big dish, it's huge it's in the middle of a sheep field still, all it does is receive incoming um, sound and light. It says nothing of itself. And this huge big dish, but it receives so much from the heavens. It's listening all the time for the heavens. So that waiting on the Lord is, is really important before you even start to pray just to have your dish wide open and listen for what heaven's saying. It just it really impacted me that. Uh, can you look up that scripture from Habakkuk that actually yes. says that? Yeah. That actually
1: says it. Sometimes, um, because we, we do as citizens, we have our own feelings, you know. We have our own thoughts and and opinions, uh, but when it comes to the when it comes to working with the head of the church, it is not our thoughts, because his thoughts are higher mm-hmm. than ours. It's not our feelings, because we're not walking by feelings; we're walking by faith, and he works with us in faith. And it's not our opinions that he works with.
0: And so we have to shift gears. And so this waiting on the Lord is really really important. important. Habakkuk 2, chapter 1, it says, I will stand upon my post of observation and station myself on the tower or fortress, and I will watch to see what he will say within me and what answer I will make.
1: Yeah. And what Habakkuk was talking about was the state of things in the nation. Yeah, He said, rather than and just reactive in prayer and telling God what to do based upon our thoughts and feelings and emotions and opinions. Um, he
0: said, no. Watch, watch to see. Watch. And that's that's a really, especially when it comes to praying for families, especially your family. Oh, my. You know, I can get to the prayer room about my family, and I can just talk to God all day about my family. And then you'll say, um, are you ready? Are you, are you finished yet? And so I sit and I watch to see. What will he say? Yeah. And then he I receive his incoming, Yes, which most of the time I find it in the Bible anyway. Yeah. But I see his incoming and I watch to see what he will say. Mm. And then when I put his words in my mouth like Jeremiah did, then my prayer becomes really powerful. Yeah. It's not just, oh, dear God, save my kids. They're all going to hell. Whoa. No, that's not really effective prayer. I mean, it might make you feel a bit better. But when you watch and you open your dish wide and you watch to see what he will say, yeah, then you go, oh, it's coming in and I'll watch to see what, I, what answer I will make. And Habakkuk says... In the amplified, he says, "What answer I will make as his mouthpiece to the k- perplexities of my complaint against him?" <laughs> yeah, prayer oh, could be. A God, what are you going to do with my kids? He says, "Well, just be quiet. I'm going to send you some incoming information right now." Okay. Oh, I see. <laughs> I like that.
1: Incoming, incoming. <laughs> yeah. Praise God! I really like that. So this morning, we were talking about these three areas. Um, Brother Hagen mentioned the political scene, the economic scene, the social, or sometimes we would address it as the domestic mm-hmm. scene. The social and the domestic can go together. Mm-hmm. So we, tonight, we want to pray. We're, we, this morning, if those, those of you that were with us in the service or would join by online, uh, we prayed for our families And, um, but tonight, we are going to, uh, we're going to pray for the social and domestic scene of the nation. Isn't that amazing that we can actually be that high to not just pray for our own families, we can pray for the social and domestic scene of a nation. Wow. And we do that as the church. Uh, We don't do that because we're just such an amazing citizen of Australia. No, we are a child of the living God Mm -hmm. and we reign with him. Mm -hmm. So he said, I put those, my words in your mouth. Then verse 10, going back to Jeremiah 1, let's finish this. He said, see, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. Now, Listen to these two things mm-hmm. nations and kingdoms. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, to root out and to pull down, to destroy and throw down, to build and to plant. Okay. So sometimes what happens is um, uh, people will get on. On one set or the other, and uh, I'll say the first set, maybe the, the rooting out and the pulling down and the destroying and the throwing down, that could be the taking authority over and binding and rebuking different things, tearing down different things. Uh, that is one leg. The other leg is to build and plant. Then there are some people that only want to build and plant, and they don't tend to take an authority. Mm. Both legs are right yeah. Yeah. in the dealing with nations. And uh, so I, I really felt like the Lord reminded me of that, how we, we were diligent to, to take authority over different areas and strategies of the devil and name those different areas. And as a church, um, as as a representative of the church of the living God, forbid that operation. No, what we want to do is make it hard for the devil yeah. to do what he's doing. Yeah. We don't want him on a thoroughfare, just woo, this is easy, no, no resistance at all. We wanna absolutely terrorize his plans every single day. He is going to have a hard time collapsing Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So um, we don't leave it up to the government. We don't leave it up to any one of those legs. He has given us the responsibility.
0: Then the question is, how do we do that? Yeah. And, you know, when you look at Jeremiah... So the Lord gave him this amazing mandate oh, and it's like, it's huge. Mm. And, so the Lord, and so the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and the Lord said to him, what do you see? And Jeremiah says, which sounds in my ears like a puny little prayer. Mm-hmm. I see the branch or shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter. That's all he saw. And the Lord said, you got it, Jeremiah, well done. So Jeremiah's <laughs> going, really? <laughs> I got it? Well done? But see, God, he was listening for the incoming. Yeah. He didn't list his, his petition to God about all of the things that were wrong in his nation. The Lord said, now just tell me what you see. Not with your natural eyes, but what you see in the spirit, yes. and I think that's really important. That when yes. we we look, we see what's God saying about this situation. Yes. So it's it's really it seems like a small answer, but he was a he is like a sniper in the spirit. He got it. Yes,
1: um, I love that. And what that almond tree um, was such a building and a planting word, because he said, for I am ready to perform my word. word. He just needed a mouth on earth to say it. Hallelujah. So I believe there's been a lot of prophetic words over this land, Mm -hmm. a a lot of things that God has declared that would happen and he would do. And um, it is right for us to not forget those prophecies, but by those Prophetic words, war, a good warfare.
0: Use them. Amen. Use them in prayer. And the the other thing I was thinking about was, you know, um, and this has been really true for me, I have seen... um, The Lord really told me to tend my garden, tend my field, which is really my family. And every person in my family has been a touch point for others like it. So if I'm, for example... Praying for one of my kids who might be unemployed and, you know, not looking like getting a job. Well, I start praying for them and not only am I praying for them but I'm praying for every other person, you know, in that situation. And I think about Hannah. You know, when Hannah went into the temple, she desperately wanted a child. Mm -hmm. She had a a, a domestic situation that was really difficult. Mm -hmm. The other wife was having kids and she was having none. Mm -hmm. Terrible situation. Mm. Awful family situation. So she went into the temple and she prayed, really pouring her heart out to God. But there must have been something prophetic on her prayer. Mm -hmm. because. And you can help me with the numbers on this. Afterwards, um, she said she prayed something and said um, that the Lord has given seven, was mm-hmm. it? I believe so. Seven children, but she only had six. The first one, of course, was Samuel, who became, was instrumental in the plan of God. But she only had six children, but she said the Lord has given her seven. Mm. Well, we know that Samuel was instrumental in anointing king, David. And then we know who came from the, lion, from the tribe, David the line of David was Jesus so Hannah's prayer while she was intensely praying about her situation her prayer had such levels on it that it reached right down in history right to the coming Messiah and I've taken great courage from that when I pray for my family Mm. I'm so aware that I'm not it's not just here no. And and I believe God uses that kind of prayer when you listen for the incoming. What's God saying about my children? Yes. What answer do I make to the perplexities that I find us in? and the Lord gives me his word and I pray over them and declare over them and speak over them, I know that there is an essence of prophecy like with Jeremiah. Yeah. Don't you think yeah. there's an essence of prophecy yes. on your prayer? Yes. When you speak God's word over your situation and then he takes it layer upon layer, a bit like, you know, apple strudel, layer upon layer upon layer yeah. until it touches the whole nation.
1: Amen. I was thinking when you were given that as an example, um, how that when we're we're praying in these things, when you're praying with the help of the Holy Spirit, and your prayer gets out of just the natural Mm -hmm. and gets into the Spirit, you get the biggest bang for your buck. Yes. because God can uh, eternal prayers or we could say prayers that have eternal nature about yeah. them go far beyond uh, what we can possibly think. You think about Paul's prayers to um, for the churches in Ephesus or Philippians or Colossia or Thessalonica when he when he was, praying for them, uh, he was conscious and cognizant of that group of people. but who in here has prayed those prayers from the epistles? Yeah. Yeah. They're eternal prayers. They still work. Hallelujah. 2000 years later and they've been they've been prayed and they function and they are, are living words. And so um, when we're praying with the help of the Holy Spirit, uh, you can use the promptings of your own family and social situations that you have bumped up against against, because there are – God uses your exposure – To that particular situation Mm -hmm. and sensitivity to that situation, and um, sensitivity and sensing the the need or the pain of that situation and compassion that comes as a result, Uh, it may have started in a personal way, but if you'll get in the spirit about those things, he'll use it. You he will use it for a nation. Praise yeah, God. Yeah. I'm thinking of the example from Judges, the 13th chapter. Um, this is the story of Samson. And there was a certain man from Zorah, the family of the Danites, Judges 13, um, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no children. And there was such a longing in their heart for for a child. But the answer when that came, when the answer came to them uh, for to fill the desire of their heart for a child, it was not just a little boy running around in their home. Because it went on to say at the end of verse 5, he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. And I've had such a sense about about people that are um, being born now, or children, mm-hmm. or people that are have, are, are, um, maybe they seem like they're in captivity now, but actually, uh, they are. They've been born to be deliverers. Mm-hmm. They're to bring deliverance, mm-hmm. and so from out of this place of, of bondage, not just naturally, because that's. That's what Manoah and his wife were in. They were in a national, horrible situation. They were under the boot of the, of the Philistines. But then in a private sort of a way, they were under bondage of not being able to have children. Well, one answer provided an answer for the other. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're in the season of deliverers people that are used of God to bring deliverance in a
0: nation of people. Mm. Praise God. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, you, you said about, you know, that we need to stand up and resist the devil and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've seen it, um, you know, and, and I know it's real easy, you know, I've done it myself, walked through the streets and commanded the devil, get your hands off these this, these kids and get your hands off the kids in this school and mm. all that kind of thing. But, you know, there is nothing like a personal victory in that area mm-hmm. to rub it in the face of the devil. Absolutely. You know, I can go and command the devil, get off this and get off that. And I go home and I'm still facing the same accusations all the time. Mm-hmm. When I get a private victory, yeah. like what, what Manoah and his wife did, a private victory, it becomes a victory. Um, ...it just becomes a much wider victory. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I deal with it, you know... And, ...and honestly, any of you deal with things in your family... ...everybody's got family issues to deal with. And you get accusations, you go, oh, this is never going to work... ...oh, what's going to happen with my kids... ...and I say, shut up, devil, stop accusing, I'm not listening to you... ...I'm taking authority of over you in my garden... Then I can boldly walk out in the streets and come and then while I'm at it, get your hands off these kids in this school. Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't
1: we don't allow spiders and snakes in our own home. No. Hallelujah. He gave us authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. Yeah. Amen. We get, we get some tromping done in our own home. In our own home. And he uses that platform yes. of our own home. Another story, I think this was in Judges, the fourth and the fifth chapter. And we're, we're just going spontaneous on this. It, it's fun. Amen. It's, it's a blessing. But Judges, the, the fourth and the fifth chapter, there was a woman by the name of J.L. Remember J.L.? And... Um, uh, they had been under, again, the, the boot of, uh, I believe it was uh, Jabin the what is this? Syrian or somebody. She'll find it in Jiffy. And, um, and no one had stood up against him. It, they, it had oppressed Israel for years. And he had an army with iron chariots. It was terrible how it was, the Bible says that they were bitterly oppressed. And no one said no. And then Deborah, who was um, a prophetess at that time, really encouraged Barak to lead. Lead. And he did. But, um, and, and they set the enemy running. You know, they were pursuing them and all. But the leader of the the leader of the enemy armies, Jabin, escaped into a woman's tent by the name of JL. And her husband was actually friends with the enemy. Well, that could make somebody think, well, I mean, I just don't have any victory at all. I mean, my own husband is friends with the friends with the enemy. Do I have the right names? Uh, Oh
0: yes, good so far.
1: And so, um, so anyway, those of you that know the wonderful, uh, dramatic and violent story, (laughs) she saw her husband's enemy friend. escaped to her tent, and he said, would you please hide me? And she said, yes, come on in. She hid him under a rug, gave him some milk to drink, hid him under the rug, and then nailed him to the floor through through his temple (laughs) with a tent peg. Mama mia. She didn't do that on the battlefield. She did that in her kitchen. So praise the name of the Lord. So many national battles can be fought in our homes. Praise the Lord. So uh, let's just start on this tonight then. Let's just pray a little bit and see how the Lord will lead us to pray. Hallelujah. We uh, focused in this morning and we're focusing in tonight on the domestic scene. Family, your family. Families in Australia, the social scene of our nation, things and agencies and different helps to help family. Oh, there's so much compassion, even when I say it. Oh, there's so much compassion on it. Yeah. Ah, hallelujah. Yeah. And yeah.
0: you know, I really feel like it's, it, if you don't even know where to start, Rather than looking at the nation as a whole, look look at your own garden, mm. and use that as a mm. as a prompt. Whatever situation you ha- is happening in your in your family, it's not just your family. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. God wants restoration in your family, but He wants restoration in every other family yeah. that's experiencing anything similar. Yeah, and He will if you speak His word. What He's saying about that's the right. situation
1: so don't um don't um if you don't have if you don't have anything wrong in your family then yeah think uhhuh you' yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong in your family, Just there's no home. case in points uh look let the Lord open your eyes to those that you love Yeah. families that you know hallelujah. Now Father God we're just so thankful. We just come boldly. We come boldly to receive mercy and grace not just for us individually. We see we receive it in abundance for those in need. Ah barakestore de akratanda. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now we are, we're going we're gonna to start with the tearing down part and the binding part, and then we're going to do the building part. Yes. Uh, this accuser of, of the brethren, yes. this accuser that would accuse and uh, misidentify people, Put different tags on them. Put failure on them. Put addictions on them. Put confusion of who they are on them. In the name of Jesus, you lying and accusing spirit, your strategy against our families will not work. In Jesus' name, Stop this maneuver and cease in this yeah. operation yeah. Yeah. against our families in yeah. Jesus'
0: yeah. name. Yeah. We take authority over that spirit that's raised its head to confuse our children about their gender and identity. We take authority over you and we say, you are not to operate in our family You are not to operate in our schools where our children go. We call that place holy, sanctified, set apart, and we bind you now in the name of Jesus, and you cannot speak any longer to our children to confuse them. They know who they are in Christ Jesus. Their identity in Jesus is sure and true. So we command you yes. to stop. Yes. We put, a, we, we put a cover over their ears that uh-huh. they only hear the voice of the Good Shepherd.
1: Hallelujah. Can we just pray in the Hallelujah. Holy Spirit? Clarity. Clarity clarity, penetrating light, oh, Oh, light that penetrates into darkness, truth that penetrates into darkness and into chaos. And we pray for those bringing light. Oh, Celevestonde, eramakejo. Oh, prakesege. those Ekanamanzo Reveche, children of light, bringing light. Oh, Tenemake Turuva Coromajete, not bringing condemnation, bringing light. Light. And truth. light
0: light yeah. yes. I see si them, I see the feet of those who have been destined by the devil to bring confusion I see their feet being hobbled like mm. their, their, their le- like irons put on their feet and they cannot walk into mm. the schools they cannot mm. walk into the libraries mm. they cannot walk into the marketplace yes. they cannot walk into places where children are
1: yes we, we
0: bind their feet yes. From their, their assigned pathway that is from hell. Amen. Amen. And their words are
1: confused, coming to babble, just babble. Oh, Harabakash de 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 every te de de every te
0: confusion.
1: Zenemede de de every kistolo lobokoramata. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Strengthen those that strengthen families. Strengthen those whose hands have grown weary and are beginning to hang down. Strengthen those, Lord. We lift up the hands of those that help families. We lift up their hands tonight. And we pray for them that they will be encouraged, that they will be uh, Lifted up themselves. Oh, yes. we pray for their own families too. Yes.
0: For teachers. Yes. And and for guidance counselors. Yes. Those that work in the school from a, a, a pure heart to help children. Yes. Encourage them today, Lord. Yes. That their work is not in vain. That's oh, right. Oh, Yes. That's right. Yes, encourage. Thank them you, Father. Praise the Lord. We pray for those
1: in our own church and in in other churches that work in different social um, organizations. And we also, I have this in my heart. There's some different. There's some different programs that have not even yet been birthed that are to come. Uh, out to come yes. to be yes. for yes. this time is specifically designed for this season yes. the right people yes. the right group of people teams of people yes. working together yeah. great great favor yes. wonderful favor
0: and great help from heaven in Jesus precious name and I see some of these programs they're not even Christian they're, yeah. they're not they're natural yes uh, but they're Good-hearted people yes. who want to help families. Yes. And th- this is where these these legs align with with the f- um, financial realm and governmental yes. realm. Where it comes together. Oh, Lord, help those that want to help families.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you hallelujah father we know that you you said Jesus said in Matthew the fifth chapter that you reign upon the the righteous and the unrighteous you reign upon the you give rain upon the the righteous and the wicked Oh, thank you for the presence of God reigning upon homes, the homes of Australia, homes in Jesus' name. The homes of the old, broken homes, nursing homes, all kinds of homes Yes, yeah, get in neighborhoods. Yes, yeah. We lift up families today. Hallelujah. Thank you for salvation for families, whole families. Us and our families. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you for everyone. That is watching and praying together right now. We thank you for salvation in every single family member. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Miraculous, miraculous turns, turnarounds, interventions. Hallelujah. Your part is the saving, our part is to believe. Those that call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Yep. And their house. And their house. Oh, Rebecca. We
0: had this earlier when we were yeah. praying, this came up in my heart. That the that the devil's main attack on families is accusation. Yeah. And and I really sense that in even those who are watching online, that the the, the main way the devil gets you is by accusing you, mm-hmm. saying You're not a good mother. You're not a good father. You're a really bad wife. You're a terrible husband. You've been divorced. You're disqualified. You've cheated on your wife. You're no good anymore. This is the devil's tactic. But when you know the truth of who you are and the power of the blood of Jesus that cleanses you not just from your sin but the consciousness and the guilt of that, Mm, thank when you. When you walk in that truth, the devil can't take your family. Amen. Cannot. 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 And this is the one of the main areas of victory for so families is that we recognize yes. the accuser.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, he gets yes. in like termites yes. into yes. wood. And eats away at your identity and eats away at who you think you are. Amen. God says, I've made you perfect, holy, righteous, sanctified, graced you to be. The mother, the father, the husband, the wife, the son, the daughter, the grandparent that I've determined you to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God,
1: I ask you then, in light of that, and we've taken authority over the accuser of the brethren. He has not a voice, but you said, do not call unclean what I have called clean." clean. And that was before that the Gentiles had ever accepted you. You still, you called us in faith clean. I ask you to help us to know what to call our family members. We call them what you say to call them. We call other people that you draw our attention to. We call them what you say to call them. And we're in agreement with you on this matter. And it will be as you say it and no other in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Can we just praise Him a bit? (laughs) Yeah, brastombra. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'll end with this. You know, I was I was thinking about you used the term uh, the example of termites, and I've been thinking about that today. We have a friend in California. pastor friends out there, the beautiful home, beautiful home in a beautiful neighborhood. And the last day we were there, they had to prepare their home to be tented. They put a tent over the whole house and uh, fumigate it because termites are eating it. You can't see those little urchins. They just eat it, eat it, and eat it until it collapses and I had that, that that's the, the strategy of the enemy is just to eat and eat and eat away through accusations yes. and condemnations and different attacks, attacks, attacks. But I believe the way that we pray and the way that the Holy Spirit will lead you to pray as you wait upon the Lord and he fills your mouth, he gives you direction on what to say, you content your house and fumigate that thing, <laughs> whatever the enemy was trying to eat away at your house, cannot. And the same thing goes for this nation. We can tent it. And whatever was sent on this nation to eat away this one strong leg of, of the domestic scene, family. We're not having weak family in Australia. We're having strong family. Amen strong because of the truth of the Lord of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, God bless you. Have such a wonderful night. And as we go, we go in the Lord. We go strengthened with him and uh, emboldened because he has put his words in our mouth. Let's speak them this week in Jesus name. God bless you.
0: If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.